Hi, you're listening to Go See a Show, New York City's independent theater podcast. If you're a fan of classic movies, especially those featuring backstage murder mystery plots, or you're simply looking for a fun time at the theater with a little camp and drag, then Deadly Stages, currently running at Theater Row, should definitely be on your calendar. I was able to catch a midweek 7 p.m. show, another great little feature of their run, and I spoke to some of the team after their performance. I'll let them introduce themselves. Take a listen. Welcome to the podcast. Thank uh, you. Let me know who you, you are, what you did on Deadly Stages. Hey, I'm Mark Finley. I'm co-writer and director. I'm Mark Castle, and I'm the co-writer, and uh, I'm in it. <laughs> <laughs> who are you in it? Yeah, who are you? <laughs> I play the uh, very glamorous uh, Veronica Tremore. You sure do. <laughs> uh, I'm Danny Marcus. I'm an actor in the show. I play Phoebe and Connie. Thank you so much for agreeing to do this. We're sitting on stage in your lovely rehearsal chairs. This is great. Mm. Thank you for uh, giving me such a throne from which to do my podcast. Uh, so right off the bat, uh, co-writers. Yeah. Have, have you all written bef- together before? Mm-hmm. What is? No, oh, okay. No. I was expecting this is like a dynamic duo here. Uh-uh. We, uh, we are both members of Emerging Artists, same theater company, and have been aware of each other's work and had been meaning to work together forever, mostly Mark has been chasing after me because I'm really hard to pin down. But we we finally got together and kind of um, we wanted to write about old movies because we dig them so much. We're both very, you know, uh, old movie buffs. And uh, Mark had written something that was very much in that vein, although a lot broader than I tended to write. And I just had an idea and I thought, oh, it would be really great for Mark and I to... uh, uh, work on something together, and we talked about it. And, and this was ten years ago. Yeah. Holy, something this is like, like yeah. that. Been in development. No, for twelve no. years. Twelve years ago, we came up with the idea. We had a meeting, and then it kind of fell by the wayside. Right. And then a couple of years ago, uh, I bumped into Mark, and he said, "Do you want to go back and work on that?" And I was like, "Yes." And we started working on it, and it moved so fast. I mean, it was just an extraordinary collaboration. And we finished in about six months. We had a first reading. Um, Ellen Riley, who's in the show still, was in the first reading and said, this is a first draft? I'm shocked. <laughs> and we felt, oh, we, we have it. Everything's great. We did another reading, and we were all set to do a public reading. And something happened. <laughs> it was called a pandemic. Oh, okay, so there's oh, that couple of years. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. so we were all set to go, and then so that... The Emerging Artists semi-stage reading, which was supposed to happen in 2020, ended up happening uh, a year and a half later, and so we're a little behind, and I'm getting older by the second. I was like, <laughs> we better hurry up because I'm we getting all. really old, and I have to play this character. So It's a blast. So uh, that that's a really great setup to the, the standard question that is always on the podcast. What is the show? What is Deadly, Deadly Stages? You run into somebody on the street, hey, I have this show, it's... Uh, at Theater Row, come check it out. What's your quick two-sentence pitch? Well, I tell you what, I'm looking at the press release right now, (laughs) and it's kind of great because it really kind of sums the whole thing up. It's a gender-bending homage to the backstage murder mystery movies of the 1940s and 50s. That's what it is, you know, pretty much. Um, uh, Mark and I just took a bunch of uh, backstage murder films like 
The Velvet Touch, um, Black Widow. These are a little obscure because that's how <laughs> we sick know we are. all these obscure movies. And with a hefty dose of all more recognizable Eve. titles, All About Eve, 2.0, you know, and just kind of mashed it all together and came out with this. But it was um, very important for me. I didn't really want to do a campy kind of thing. I wanted to be a play play. And I wanted to be grounded in reality, even though it was like larger than life, but not moving away from camp. There are campy moments in it, but it's basically, it's a very well-constructed play, if I do say so myself. And you've well, got that really cool bit of uh, like, when there is the idea of this is a genre unto itself, or mm -hmm. it might be something of a micro genre, mm -hmm. it is a thing. You can lean on that stuff and not get campy, but st we, there's still these wonderful hysterical moments because we're like, oh, I know, I know why that's happening. It's you can dig yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Well, way. I was watching it the other night, and I was like, I don't know if they. I probably shouldn't say this in front of you guys because you're it's in okay. it. It's all right. But I'm like, I don't know if they know they're doing this, but they're doing camp. They are doing it, you know. They're just not leaning on it, yes, so they're exactly. like letting us into it, which was the whole point. So I didn't, you know, I didn't want to do a skit, you know, something that's funny for ten minutes, and um, you know, I, and also, I mean, because I'm playing the lead character, playing a woman, it was important for me. I mean, the thing is that a woman could easily play this role. It's not specifically a man in drag. I, I don't think of myself as a drag performer. I am, I'm an actor, I'm a character actor. And one of the big things for me when we were doing that is because we have these little video sequences in between that I wanted to play men as well. So I play a lot of men in the videos. So I feel like, you know, yes, you can see the range of what I can do rather than just, oh, I'm just, you know, uh, uh, this camp, is my drag. Yeah, yeah, this is my Yeah, it's like I'm an actor more than anything. So. And Danny, are you part of the company as well, or were you a uh, somebody that they just found on the street and said, "Look at this! <laughs> this human belongs on the stage." In the gutter. Um, <laughs> no, I I got an audition for the I guess the second reading. That this is second public. Yeah. The yeah. second public reading that they did. Uh, 2022, yes. yeah. Um, and yeah, it was just an audition. I read the script before. I fell in love with it. <laughs> I, I'm, I. Well, now I'm an old movie buff because I watched a lot of old movies before <laughs> this. But I, ha I really wasn't very well versed except, except all about Eve. I love. It's one of my favorite movies. Yeah. And this. When I read it, I, I thought this is this kind of takes place in the universe of All About Eve. And I was just, I went bananas over it. And and I thought, you know, I rarely have this thought like, I I really should do this. You know, I, I the ego gets in the way and I think, <laughs> oh, this could be anybody. But this one I thought, I think I, think I could do this. This is mine. Yeah, and so I was really, really happy when I heard from them, and um, the reading was great, and then, you know, here we are. It's just yeah. so wonderful I mean, to get to do the full production of yeah. it. We, you know, as soon as she did the reading, we knew that we wanted her in the show. Absolutely. I mean, she was so perfect for yeah. it. And, you know, it was just, a, it was an extraordinary experience, the, the reading. We had only been together for like a week or so, and yet we all really bonded. 
and also, I mean, everybody was extraordinary and still is. I mean, we're just we're just it's amazed. Kind of why I started with, are you part of the company? Because yeah. it felt like this very well, much. She is like now. <laughs> it's uh, that was all part of my master plan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, no stories. No, no, no spoilers. No spoilers. Um, so you definitely. It, I feel like it's one of those things where you're watching it, and I, I've actually done a lot of murder mysteries that I just like made up with my friends as fundraisers. Mm, they're, sure. they're very silly. We we really lean into the camp there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I was impressed that I you kept me guessing, which was a lot of fun. Um, talk to me about constructing it, like finding the way that you wanted to unravel this story for us. And if I came back, am I going to see like a l- breadcrumbs that I, I missed earlier, do you think? That would have led me to uh, figure things out earlier. I'm not sure, but I will say about like you know constructing it. I mean, I was very proud of that. I mean, I'm very mathematical. We're also both Mark and I are directors, and we write like directors. Yeah. You know, it was like we need this much time between scenes for changes. You know, and we put in the videos and whatever, but we got oh, together. So was that is that in the script then? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. well, the videos are all yeah. in the script, and uh, and we were able to you know sort of really map it out before we started writing. So we we started with an outline. We got you know a synopsis that got more and more. So almost everything in the scene was in the synopsis. So it was so easy just to go away and just write it. And once we started writing, we actually wrote on the phone. Yeah, we were both we connected on the computer, and we had a um, you know a, a program that mm-hmm. we were collaboration on the computer, and we were just on the phone doing it and and changing it. You know, it was it's extraordinary what you can do now. I mean, and it was just it was a joy. And in fact, we kept writing. After we finished this, while we were waiting during the pandemic, we wrote a couple of other things as well. Oh, so yes, it's that's like, great. Because it's just such an easy collaboration with Mark, so yeah. it was great. <clears throat> the uh, as, <clears throat> as per breadcrumbs, um, to me, it's um, I listen to it now, going, <clears throat> "Oh, there's a red herring. <laughs> oh, there's another one. Yeah. Oh, there's another one. The red because I know what's happening. Yeah. So I'm like, if I didn't know coming in I might go down this path or and then you know as it resolves itself I'm like and I feel like it resolves itself in a kind of satisfying way it's not like uh I've gathered you all here I suppose you're all wondering why I gathered you here it doesn't end like that you know um, so again, it, it's it's a lot. It pulls the audience in more, and it's such a satisfying ending. Oh yeah, you know, I think. I mean, I th- I, I well, we definitely it. think. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Were you expecting when when you got cast? Were you both characters? Yes. Okay. So uh, that, is that in the script? Oh yeah. Everything yes, everybody, was worked out. Everybody's tracks that they double or triple as are worked out in the script because it's really tightly yeah. worked out that. You know, for instance, I always think about, 
you know, the the scene where we sort of meet everybody. And it's almost like everybody almost is in that scene. They leave, they change, they come back. And it's so seamless that I sometimes forget, like, oh, that is the same person playing these different people. And they have to go off stage, run, make a change, and completely reinvent themselves. But... Yeah, it was always it's always a part of what they what they did and I I don't know why but I feel like the last several years I've gravitated towards shows where I've played multiple people um especially in a, a play like this it feels it's highly theatrical mm-hmm. yeah. and as somebody who comes to the theater because I don't actually see a ton of movies at mm-hmm. all and I it's because I love this that mm-hmm. part of it yeah. I love seeing and like hearing you talk to yourself right. is a delight <laughs> I've never gotten to do that before that was fun maybe like uh you know, humorous interpretation in high school, but like never on stage that, mm-hmm. yeah. So that's, that's, we love doing that. And I really wanted to do, I wanted to do more than one character, but because of the makeup, there was really no way to yeah, do it, you which really is why it. I'm on the videos. Right. So at least I get to do it that way. But I mean, I, and I, and I agree that sometimes I'm talking to somebody and I don't think of them as the same person, you know, because everybody's so different in, yeah. in the different characterizations. You Somebody really helped to get them to a very distinct yeah. you know, versions of yeah. Somebody uh, came up to me last night and, and were and was just laughing and, and they were I they said, um, I was waiting for everybody else to come out. And I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, because it took me a minute to realize that there's six actors, you know, oh, that's not that's you know. a big compliment that's for you. Nice. Like that's awesome. Yeah, that's nice. And I and actually during the pandemic we did a Zoom reading of it we and did, we yeah. cast twelve actors from all over the country because we could do it, and it died. It <laughs> it's like the joy of people moving back and forth was so much part of the show. Also, they hadn't rehearsed or whatever, so it's like you know. But I mean, it just wasn't the it same. It was it was kind of flat. Yeah, you know? it just it just wasn't know. didn't have that dimension to that it. theatricality yeah that's yeah. right exactly yeah i i love when theater doesn't apologize for itself and can i steal that line yes <laughs> and says this is what i am take me or leave me you know and it it, it this is that mm-hmm. this is very theatrical and i love it's so much fun to get to do to play into that and know? it's a love fest of all of us i mean the cast i i love everybody i love working with everybody but even backstage i love it's just it's it's great i mean yeah. it, it, we all love each other which is amazing you know it feels good to hear that because um otherwise you're even better actors because it certainly feels coming off the stage <laughs> we could feel that oh good but we we try i mean i was very aware of that it was one of those things that i think it just meant so much to me to have people who really wanted to be in the room who had that joy of doing this show and it's it's happened and it's so much a part of that well yeah. come experience the love fest here at uh, theater row the show is deadly stages y'all run through when march, march 16th <laughs> and tickets and more information can be found at well the theater row uh, website okay <laughs> yes, click on the Deadly Stages icon. All the information is there. There are $20 student tickets available and $35 TDF tickets available. And Until we start selling out and then, and then so you better hurry up. Yeah. <laughs> Get on top of it, y'all. Act now. <laughs> um, yeah, please come see us. Tell your friends. 
and it's a really good time. I think it's a good. Uh, it's a good time. I'm good sure time. you heard my laughter yeah. from the audience. Thank you. Uh, and it's seven o'clock during the week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I definitely. I, I thanked Mark for that. Like you know, again, yeah, yeah. As uh, the dad who has to get up and get his kids to school in the morning. Thank Aww. goodness. Yeah. Me too. Yes. It's like I and I I told him it's like it's not just kids it's those of us you know of a certain Getting age older, my two yep. favorite things are seven o'clock curtains yes. hour and a half shows yes yep. no, no intermission that's right uh, and you get them both come check yeah. out Deadly Stages yes. thank you guys so thank much for thank you, you. Thank you. Thanks so much. for having us thank you Mark Mark and Danny for hanging out after the show to chat Deadly Stages runs through March sixteenth twenty twenty four at Theater Five in Theater Row. 410 West 42nd Street in Manhattan. You can head to bfany.org, which stands for Building for the Arts, and that's the Theater Row website. Search for Deadly Stages to get a link to tickets there. You might also score some discounted tickets on TDF, so check out tdf.org to see if there's any availability there, or if you're a student, try to nab some student rush tickets at the door starting an hour before showtime. Thanks to you for listening into the podcast. If you dig it, please like it on Facebook, facebook.com slash go see a show and rate and or comment on the show's Apple Podcasts page. My name is Robert A.K. Gagno. You can find me on the internet at Robert Gagno, G-O-N-Y-O dot com. Until next time, go see a show. Brilliant. Bam. Perfect. Thank, Thank you. you. So much fun. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. We all know how to talk. <laughs>